Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. In West, West Philadelphia, Philadelphia, born and raised, on the playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all, shooting some b-ball outside of the school with a couple of guys. They were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared. Said you move with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I saw. I'm just <laughs> mouth breathing into the microphone. I saw like some creepy guy just. <laughs> Let's talk into the mic. Hello. There we go. This is Hello. Very close to my face. Right up in here. Right up in there. You know, you want to... You Spitting wanna, into the pop filter. You want to be able to hear it. I'm licking this pop filter. I'm licking it, too. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like you. <laughs> I want you to have to put this thing under a fan to dry it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I want whoever uses this microphone next to just smell me. Is that a bottle of ranch on your... There's a, actually a couple bottles of ranch up here, if I'm being honest. It's concerning. Wow. It's, it's not? Why You don't have just ranch laying around? Do you call this place the Hidden Valley? <laughs> because of the amount of ranch you have here. Would you call this a ranch-style house? <laughs> oh, I do be dressing in here, though. <laughs> Got him. Nice. All this is gold. I need to text that. Not, not <laughs> I need to text that to my dad so he's... <laughs> Might be impressed with me. Proud of you. <laughs> All right. Um, welcome. Question detour. I'm not doing that. Starting over. I'm starting over. I apologize. Dear, Start Je- over. dear Jesus, forgive me. Um, he, look, he does not look down upon you anymore. <laughs> because of this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being that channel to the Lord for me. <laughs> uh, Pope Evan House. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's come. It's come full circle. His motto is, he intercedes. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes it sound like he's going to so jump in bad. between the conver- <laughs> conversation with two people. Like he, like he finds somebody praying and he's like, ah! No, no. Uh. <laughs> tell it to me first. Yeah. <laughs> Whisper it in my ear first he's just, and I'll tell it to God. He's just dead set on being the middleman. <laughs> See, people are just having a conversation face to face, and he boxes one of them out like an NBA point guard. He's he like, also uh-uh. does that when when he's helping people move. Somebody's bringing a box into the house, and he goes and grabs it and brings it in <laughs> like he does the whole job. No, yeah, I can't imagine he's just in the middle of a busy intersection, just being like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, no, you're not going, uh, uh-uh, not let me, go wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> just honking and angry people <laughs> at Evan dressed in a white robe and a funny hat. <laughs> Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. <laughs> all right, welcome to Questionable Detour. First hypothetical, boys. We all have houses as apparent by our other episodes. Right, we all live under a roof, right, guys? We tell do. Every, we <coughs> do. Tell everybody we live in a, in a house. I've got Legally. a minimum of four walls, and that is <laughs> all anybody needs to know. It just sounds like you live in a Lego house. Wouldn't be a bad place to stay, I think. Yeah, I don't think the insulation would be great, and you would get a lot of autistic kids very <laughs> impressed with you. <laughs> so, but we have a house. We need to c- try to convince everybody that we do, in fact. We totally live in a mm-hmm. house. Like mm-hmm. there's a roof over our head. Yeah. yeah. But if it burnt down, 
I would be so upset. Well, you're trying to collect insurance money. (laughs) You have multiple (laughs) times used a lighter to try to set your curtains on fire. I would be so upset. I've walked into your house multiple times, and you're just bent over with a lighter, just like, and it's just like. I just really hate those curtains if my insurance is listening. I had insurance investigator come visit me and ask me personal questions about you just to see if I thought that you were an arsonist. Personal questions about Brad? Like, when was the last time he purchased matches? Have you seen him with lighter fluid? Like, just, you know, questions like that. Those personal questions. I thought he came around and asked, was like, what's Evan's biggest fears? I thought it was more along those personal questions. He did ask that, and (laughs) I, I told him Evan's biggest fear is... A still standing house. Yeah. <laughs> and was that, that was Brad, you said? That was, yeah. That was you Brad. Know, you know the. That's my ar- therapist. Oh. He's wow. also an arson investigator? No, he's an arsonist. Oh, okay. He was trying to steal my things. Oh, okay. I see. Wow. So if, I, if I'm getting this correct, you go to Brad, you tell Brad your deep, dark secrets and probably include some arson. Brad decides he wants to use that for himself. Yeah. He's a he's real, like, copycat kind of guy. And it, it gets me in a lot of trouble because he goes and asks people close to me if I have these things, even though I've already told him, yeah, buddy, I got it. <laughs> but he just seems to really not trust me, which is weird. I, I never you're, you're, that. you're a pretty trustworthy person. I am a very trustworthy person. Maybe we'll have a conversation with Brad, you know? I think it'd be good to have him on. It may be intercede for, yeah. for you. <laughs> all right. So we, we all have houses. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> I forgot that's where that was going. Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> we all have houses, right? Yes. Alan might live in a Lego house. Possibly. There's yeah. no way to be sure. There's no way to be sure. All right. And so if a fire happened, what material possession are you saving? You see a fire inside your house, right? What are you What are you running out of the house, house with saving it? The thing that I save is probably my family's ancestral blade. Oh, you have an ancestral blade? What? Have we not ever talked about this before? We have not. That's interesting. You come from an Irish-British background. I didn't realize uh, they had a rich history of blades. Yes. Actually, actually, we do. It's probably a story y'all don't want to really hear, though. Oh, no. I, I want to hear it. No, that's actually Let us have it. sounds very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Kind of generations ago, there was one of my ancestors by the name of Abiathar Tyrone (laughs) Darnell. Of course. Um, Yeah, he's the root of that family tree. He's Alabaster Tyrone Darnell? No, he's not not a bastard. His name is Abiathar. (laughs) Abiathar Tyrone Darnell. In Lord of the Rings, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a rich name. Um, it's a it was a Jewish name. Oh, okay, oh, I didn't oh, realize it. Jewish African, I think is yeah. I think is where they got the name from. <sighs> the ancestral blade, it's it's kind of like a cursed thing. One time, uh, Abiathar Tyrone here was spurned by the daughter of a dairy farmer. Let's go back, rewind. What is that verb you just said? His advances were spurned, as in he was turned down. Let me let, all right. Let me let me break this down for you. There was the daughter of a dairy farmer that he was trying to mate with. <laughs> mate. What am I watching? The a Discovery Channel documentary. He was he was trying to he was trying to mate with her. Yeah. She said, mm, "No, thank you. Uh, <laughs> not huge into you." And he was very upset about that. So he went and slaughtered many 
many cows of her father's dairy farm. So basically, so basically, what you're saying is this historical s- sword you have mm-hmm. that runs in your family is basically just something that's killed cows. So what happened is once the cows were dead, it turns out the dairy farmer's daughter was a witch and a Democrat. <laughs> And so she cursed the blade. What's the difference? <laughs> she cursed this blade. So now our family, every male in the line, has an unquenchable thirst for unpasteurized milk. That's that makes incredible. sense. You do You do spend most of your paycheck. Mm-hmm. It's a heavy dairy, heavy dairy bill when I go to the store. Yeah. You're <laughs> the, the Kroger employee's eyes are always wide when you re- are ready to check out. And you always check mm-hmm. out the self-checkout. Yeah. You have 43 gallons of milk and at least 43 pounds of cheese, and you're like, I'm going to check all this out myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you get unpasteurized milk at Kroger? It, so at the Kroger that I go to. Okay. Yeah. It's not a normal superstore. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me say, the Kroger that I go to is not actually the Kroger store. There's a guy by the name of Philip Kroger, Mm. (laughs) and he actually sells unpasteurized dairy milk out of his home. That also explains a lot of the sickness and diseases you get. Mm. That's correct. (laughs) You are... The amount of times that I've had worms... Yeah, I was about to say, the amount of parasites... ridiculous. I can can get that. I understand that. You can get the parasites, too? No. Are you... Are you drinking <laughs> Alan's I mean, unpasteurized milk? Look, I, I didn't I'm a know generous, it was unpasteurized. I'm a generous guy. I like to offer dairy when I when I see fit. You're just like sneaking people unpasteurized milk yeah, without I telling it was them. Like real milk that he was just nice enough to bring to the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, the other day we were sitting in church and Evan leans over to me and whispers, "Let me get that dairy." <laughs> and so I just like pulled out a bottle of milk because I've got a few on me and I gave it to him. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of clanking when you walk around uh-huh. and you're always mm-hmm. wearing a trench coat and it's a mm-hmm. hundred degrees outside. It makes sense now. You're carrying <laughs> multiple pints and liters of milk that is under correct. there. Yeah. Yes. You look you look like a school shooter. And I've got the ancestral sword in there oh, as well. Oh, you carry that too. Okay. Y- yeah, yeah. Do you you must be in shape because that's a lot of weight just to be carrying around. Uh that is incorrect. Oh, I am in I am in no shape at all. You are shapes. I <laughs> I am in a shape, and it's not a good. Just I look like the crude sixth grade drawing of a mitochondria. Is what I look like. <laughs> Did you draw a mitochondria in the sixth grade? Who didn't? It's powerhouse of the cell. It's pa- thank you, Evan. The powerhouse of the cell. Oh, should we just switch over to an educational? I'm pretty. I'm pretty now? positive, and I don't. I don't know if this is the same with y'all. Evan and I went to the same school. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we labeled cells from like sixth to twelfth grade. I did it in college as well. We also went to the same college, but yeah. Did. So now that you're out of school, out of academia, how many times have you used that knowledge? Well, the other day we were having lunch, and we did one of the worksheets. Yeah, you're like, yeah, we did. You're like, this is good, my tie. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go ahead and label the sheet of cell mm-hmm. parts? Yeah. Well, luckily, I keep a microscope around me as well, so we were able to drill down to the cellular level mm-hmm. on the my tie we were eating just to see, you know, what, what was it made of, you know? Yeah, and then you all labeled the cell. Yeah, and then we, we labeled it. Yeah, <laughs> we took a picture of it, labeled it. 
It was pretty and beneficial. And then we took a selfie of us labeling the picture. Yeah, and y'all, y'all were very arrogant on social media about about it. Mm-hmm. There's an album devoted to it. Yeah, y'all were like, "What's the powerhouse of the cell? You don't know, dummies." And yeah. that was yeah. the caption yeah. of the photo. And I think y'all made the waitress cry because you tried to quiz her on the cell. She was a a high school dropout. Yeah. So it's kind of her own fault. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she had a weak mental. She had a weak what? Mental. A weak mental? A weak mental. Uh, is, th- is there a, a, the rest of the sentence? <laughs> well, weak mental. That's It's slang, as the kids use these days. She had no mental willpower is the way oh, okay. to it finish made it, that. You made it seem like there there was the rest of a sentence and I was missing I was, out. I was, no, that was hanging it. on, ready for that back half of the sentence. Yeah. But anyway. we'll, br- we'll bring you to lunch next time. We uh, yeah, thanks for the in- thanks that. for the invite, yeah, boys. I was stuck doing the worksheet by myself in oh, my that's room. No fun. I didn't. Yeah, I, and my electricity's fun. out, so I had to do it by candlelight. It was it was a sad okay. occasion. Your house burns down. What things are you saving from it? So, like Alan, my item is something that's very near and dear to me, and it's not necessarily something that has been passed down, but it's going to start with me. So I'm going to be the first generation. I'm going to pass it down to all my kids. And you'll understand this once I tell you what it is. Okay, I'm listening. Um, it's my Pennzoil hat. <laughs> you have worn that hat a lot. This is this is not like us just talking. You legitimately are wearing a Pennzoil hat you all are, the time. You are, have, you've really um, embraced the Saturday worker aspect. You look like a NASCAR fan. Well... Let me just tell you, nothing connects you with the common man like a Pennzoil hat. Yeah. You don't actually don't beat your wife enough to be a NASCAR <laughs> fan. <laughs> well, let me get on that then. <laughs> yeah, you got to start doing that. The moment you put on a Pennzoil hat, you should stare across your living room at your wife and go, you don't have enough bruises. And then I throw on my wife beater. The, yeah. <laughs> my tank top. Yeah. The kind that can never get fully cleaned. Exactly. Yeah, it, yeah. So it has many so many holes in it. Stains. <laughs> just from where you've dropped so many sauces and yeah. just alcoholic beverages. You know, I've already got the smart scientific side of me where I, you know, work in IT and all that. And I work a nine to five, Monday through Friday. And you know the, the demographic cell. I'm missing for my personality is the Saturday worker, the, mm-hmm. the hardened, rough and tough mm-hmm. mechanic. Mm-hmm. Pennzoil mm. hat wearing kind of guy. So I just started throwing that hat on, wearing it around, getting a good feel. I bet every time you stop for gas or you go into, whether it be a real Kroger or the Kroger Allen goes to, I bet you get stopped by some blue collar folks and they <laughs> shake your hand and say, thank you for loving NASCAR as much as me. Yeah. So does it I go the other way? Never, like you're you're wearing offensive. the Pennzoil hat to look like a mechanic. You know, you're trying to be you know, doing more Saturday worker things. When they wear, when they put on that Windows or that Apple hat, are they immediately like taking wires and plugging them together? <laughs> plugging them together? Is it just random <laughs> wires? They are. They, they suddenly are able to see two wires and find out how to make <laughs> them connect. Probably by the natural connection points. <laughs> uh, no, they actually tie to, tie them in a knot together. That's how that's how they're doing it. They're that's just fair. like they're they're just like this is fine. <laughs> this is good enough. Yeah, this will connect. I'd like to say to any of the Saturday workers out there listening, you are the backbone of America. <laughs> We're just three guys talking into a mic. <laughs> it's about we have a superiority <laughs> complex. 
They say American America runs on Duncan. No, America runs on Saturdays. <laughs> so what I'm saving for my house, the first thing I need to get out of my house if my house is on fire is the 5,000 gallons of gasoline that I have in my house. As you can imagine. As is that you, what that smell is? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. I don't keep tops on the containers. In fact, they're barely containers. Mostly I have 5,000 gallons of gasoline in just big five-gallon tubs, like just plastic tubs, no top. So it's just liquid sitting in my house. There's a hefty garbage bag that has gas in it right yeah, now. Yeah, it leaks yeah. constantly. Uh, that's the first iteration of how I contain my gas. But then I learned that I can just get five-gallon tubs and contain my gas that way. And as you can imagine, the fumes in there are, are terrible. But one thing I have learned from having 5,000 gallons of gas with no no filtration system is you fall asleep very quickly. <laughs> you forget a lot of things too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm constantly waking up and going, where am I? And I yeah. stumble and you're like, through how the did house. these 5,000 gallons of gas get here? <laughs> yeah, it's not until I leave the house that I go, why can I think now? <laughs> so with all that gas, what happens when there's a fire in your house and it's nighttime and you're like you're knocked out? You've inhaled so much <laughs> gas, you're not waking up. What happens then? Um, I will go up with the house and the three houses next to mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> your whole block. My whole block will just be gone. It'll look like a crater from a meteorite, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's the first thing I need to do. And really, if you think about a man trying to get 5,000 gallons of gasoline in tubs out of a house, it's not graceful. I'm spilling it everywhere, right? Because I'm just having to drag the tubs through the door. But I have to get that out. It's interesting that I have brought this up, by the way, and y'all have not asked, how the heck have I gotten 5,000 gallons of gas? My question was more of why. Because you drive... One, a, a car with good gas mileage. Yeah, it's okay. And you drive a maximum of, what, 10 miles it's not per far. day? Yeah, it's not far. And you don't work on any heavy machinery. You don't have a okay, race car. Here's the Pennzoil hat coming back through him right now. He's channeling <laughs> it back. Man. I'm just saying you have no reason to have 5,000 gallons worth of gas. Like This is now, let me let me come to Zach. You may here. run a lawnmower every now this and then. This is America. God. If you've got the money, Alan's wearing the pencil. Can... Alan's wearing the pencil hat right now. By the way, I'm, gonna, I'm putting on my metaphorical pencil hat. <laughs> this is America. If you've got the money, buy that gas. Yeah. Listen, just from y'all too. I have five thousand gallons of gas in my house. I would like y'all to take a guess on maybe why something close to domestic terrorism. Knowing you, honestly, the, the hmm. FBI has come by a lot. It's got to be in the realm of domestic terrorism. Also. I would, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. There's been a guy named Brad. I think it's a different Brad. Oh, really? But he's been asking me about you. There's a lot of Brads that are questioning people. I can't I don't, stand a guy named Brad. I, it's every just, time, every it, time, it is a bad name. You every know? time I meet a Brad, I'm like, who are you about to ask about? You know, like I, I just expect them to be in, very inquisitive about random people. He was asking me if you've. If I've seen you buy fertilizer, you know, in bulk here lately. <laughs> pipes. Just pipes. Has he brought yeah. pipes and fertilizer, yeah. yeah. You know, Brad probably didn't pester you too much because I didn't buy any of that. My house is so, and I don't have furniture, solely filled up with gasoline. Oh, shoot. I need a real reason to have 5,000 <laughs> gallons of gasoline. <laughs> I need a real reason. I don't. 
Because <laughs> the domestic terrorism has crossed my mind, as it normally does. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the first thing that I think of when I yeah. go like, what do you want to do today? I'm like, That's the, the only domestic thing I terrorism. can think of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, people will be like, how are you doing today? I'll be like, well, I haven't done any domestic terrorism, so mm-hmm. not a great day. All the monuments are still standing. <laughs> you tell me. Uh, yeah. Uh, what if you did domestic terrorism, but on like very insignificant things, like abandoned buildings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, or like just like ma- lots. mailboxes. Like a building that was scheduled to be demolished like <laughs> in a week. Yeah, you just went ahead and did it. The construction company's like, okay. You saved him so much time <laughs> like, and money by doing it yourself. Yeah, they're just like, okay, thank you. Or just like a just a vast empty lot of grass, yeah, and you're just, just like ah fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it lights. What if like, I just mowed this grass? <laughs> <laughs> That'll really get him. Oh shoot! The construction company's like, I'm gonna send this guy a letter for next week. <laughs> Another demolition. <laughs> yeah, just let this guy know. Just tip, put it in the paper. Tip this guy it. off. <laughs> They start putting signs in front of the abandoned building like public library or post office. (laughs) So you think it's really domestic terrorism. (laughs) Please don't domestic terrorize. (laughs) At first the FBI is like, should we... So we arrest this guy, and then eventually it's like, no, we just let this guy go. He's <laughs> saving us a whole bunch of money. <laughs> no one's complained. Like I don't. <laughs> you break into a house. We're all felons. We don't care about the law. No, no, we regard. don't care. Yep, we don't care about people's belongings. You break into the house. What's the first thing you are stealing? Their hearts. Um, oh, you're coming okay. with their hearts. Yep, I'm breaking in, looking them in the eyes, and I'm winning them over. Oh, okay. I thought you, we're I thought all going to sit down and have a nice dinner over some spaghetti, maybe. We might be eating out of the same bowl, you know. Lady in the Tramp style? Yeah, yeah, we both get separate ends of a noodle when we meet in the middle. Mm. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I assumed immediately that you were speaking of the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom style winning their heart, you know? Like, mm-hmm. comma, comma, Ripping comma, ha- yeah, and just mm-hmm. like just kind of harvesting... Their organ that pumps their blood. I'm not ruling out that that's not going to be how the night ends, but yeah. it's not going to be how it starts. <laughs> I assume. Yeah. So you break. Most people break into somebody's house when they're asleep, so they don't get caught. You break in there. You wake them up. Then you have them cook dinner for you. Yeah. I really want to connect with them. And it's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You break into their house. You go. You cook me dinner. Make it spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they start to divvy it out into three bowls. And I'm like, <laughs> one bowl. Just they have the cauldron bowl. down. They, here. they have. They just have a sad <laughs> child. I break into a witch's house. <laughs> <laughs> Evan <What>? drags <laughs> in a cauldron. <laughs> Oh, make, you don't have one. I brought my own. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is it make me dinner, make it spaghetti, put it in this cauldron <laughs> I've also brought. And here's and, a giant ladle for you. Yeah, and it, and also it's don't set out three bowls. Ignore your child. They're just mm-hmm. a sad child sitting by the table. I mean, like I'm hungry. Evan's like, no, no, this is not for you. Yeah, your heart shan't be mine. Mm. <laughs> it could get too weird too quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a criminal, but I'm not above the law. <laughs> You're like I'm a criminal, but I'm not a criminal. <laughs> you know, I'm a bad guy, but I'm not a uh, bad yeah, guy. Not a bad guy, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I think yeah. I think that could work. I'm a criminal with a conscience, I guess. So do you dress up? Oh, I do. In what? What are we wearing? Uh, a doctor's coat. So just a white coat. I look real professional. <laughs> Did you wear anything under the white coat? <laughs> I mean, I wear pants, but 
Not no no undershirt. Okay. Yeah. So I'm bare chested for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you paint something on your bare chest? A bear. <laughs> That's why you're okay. Bare chest. It makes chest. sense. Now. Yeah. It's, it's not a, just just skin. It's a bear chest. It's a bear bear chest. Yeah. Bear bear chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you answer questions? When the people that you of the house that you just broke into ask, why do you have a bear on your chest? I take no questions. Yeah, you take uh, no questions. Yeah, this yeah. is not a press conference. You say, <laughs> <laughs> you say, uh, why are you asking questions? There's only one question that should be asked here. Where is my spaghetti? Yep. And then they ask me another question. I say, no comment. <laughs> I think if I could add to maybe something that you're doing, I think when you go in there to steal their hearts, you're wearing this doctor's coat. You play Doctor Feelgood on a Bluetooth speaker as you as you yeah. walk through. That I way, like that. it kind of really tells tells the family what yeah. you're about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody trusts a guy in a in a white coat, so <laughs> kind of my way to get in. But not a guy in the white coat with no shirt and just a crude bear painting on your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it raises some red flags. Yeah. You just kind of overlook that part. You're like, the white coat's enough. But the white coat's over the biker gang part of it. So it's like, it's more trustworthy because they see the white coat first. Wait, you're wait. comparing how you're dressed to how people compare mullets to business in the front, party in the yeah. back. Exactly, exactly. That's what you're doing with your lab coat bear painting deal. Yeah. Wait, what? You said, What's the problem? You said biker part. Is the bear on a motorcycle on this painting? No, it's just very biker gangish to have a bear tattoo on your chest. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But you you are not in a biker gang. And I'll gang. have nipple piercings, of course. Oh well yeah, and they'll probably be connected by a chain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then connected to my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the roughest situation if somebody <laughs> stole your wallet. That only happens one time. <laughs> not only would they steal your wallet, they would steal both your nipples. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a great setup. It's yeah. more for fashion. Yeah, but it's mm. not really a sensible thing to do because it really hurts. Like if you just drop your wallet on accident, like yeah. it slips out of your hand, it's a world of pain. Yeah, but yeah. it's also kind of like, oh, yeah, you, you know, kind of like it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Oh, I accidentally dropped my wallet. You know, but your wallet's not that heavy. You don't have a lot of money. Well, no, but it's full of coins. <laughs> Evan has a lot of credit cards. He's in severe credit card severe debt. Severe credit card so. debt. And then what isn't credit cards is half dollar coins. Yeah, yeah you, you often <laughs> jump into fountains at malls and just start collecting the coins that people toss in. Yeah. Evan has a lot of Morgan silver dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they toss it in for their good luck. I pick it up for my good yeah, luck. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. All right, Alan. Yeah, what you got, Alan? Alan, what are you, uh, what are you breaking when in the I, ceiling? When I'm breaking into somebody's house, I'm, at, I'm, I'm planning it out before I do. I'm not breaking in there willy-nilly to see if they have what I want. Yeah. I'm sure. canvassing the neighborhood. Sure. I'm, fi- I'm doing my due diligence. Yeah. I'm breaking into a house to steal their copy of Adam Sandler's Grown Ups 2. <laughs> Very specific and also a movie that nobody wants. Mm-hmm. If anything. Yeah, if, nobody has. If anything anything people go thank you for taking this movie out of my house (laughs) i'm so confused because grown-ups 2 came out in the digital age so it came out after everybody started buying dvds you say that but the fans of the sandman that is a physical media crew yeah they seem like they're they're caught in a different time yeah yeah what do you do with the uh, what do you do with the Adam Sandler DVD copies? Well, I'm glad you asked. So what I do is <laughs> yeah. I've I've got a lot of DVD players 
I, I keep one in each room of the house. Mm, yeah. So I want to have enough copies to be constantly playing Grown Ups 2. Just throughout your house? <laughs> throughout yeah. the house. Yeah. I want to never miss a beat. He has multiple TVs just in his house, and yeah. each one's playing. So what I do, <laughs> I, I start I off. There. I lost count. How many did you have in your living room? Just Right now, room? there's a total of 11. Yeah, it looks like a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> But there's no sports. It's just grown-ups, too. So I start off on the east side of the house, and I start the movie. He calls it the east side of the house? What are you, a the boy? Side of the house. What are you, a boy scout? What are you calling it the east side I of the house I strap for? on my, my boy scout bandana and my khakis, and uh, the east side at dawn. Steve's um, like, yeah, he's like, he wakes up and he's like, it's time to grow up. <laughs> He has to run around the house and hit play on each DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah. worse is, I remember last time I was there, all the DVDs are out of sync, too. So <laughs> it's like you stagger the times. Yeah. So it's just, you hear the same, like, right after yeah. one after the other. It's, it's really annoying. Yeah. Actually, it, 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 it will else. make you lose your mind. <laughs> yeah. I've installed, since, since you've been over last, Evan, I've installed a series of mirrors, and I have the remote on the same frequency as, other, you know, as the TV, so I'm trying to sync them up where I can point the remote at a mirror, and it'll turn on multiple TVs. It's, I'm not going to throw around the word genius. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, think I anyone would. wouldn't bring that into the conversation at all. <laughs> Your house sounds like something that would <laughs> literally make somebody go insane. It seems like what the CIA would use yeah. as a torture device. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're like, waterboarding isn't working anymore. Have you heard of this guy, Alan? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zach, what are, you, what are you stealing? So I am going solely. I'm not planning, by the way. Mm, you never do. Yep. <laughs> I'm going solely for toilet seats. I want okay. I want to rid every house in my neighborhood of toilet seats. Like out of spite or no? Just because I, they don't need toilet seats, and I do. So I'm, it's a it's a necessity then for you. Yeah, I um I use toilet seats for most everything in my house, whether it be for TVs. I just mm. you know I make a little TV, show it through a toilet seat. I sit on toilet seats. Each of my seats is a toilet seat. It's just a toilet seat with legs crudely glued to the bottom. Yeah, they're not well done. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they fall apart constantly. Uh, I have pictures hung in those toilet seats. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm talking on the phone, it's really it's rough going over to your house because it's just the furniture is just not stable for no, one. And no. second of all, if no one sat there in the last thirty minutes, it's cold on your butt. Yeah, because you have to take your pants off before you sit down on it. Because well, that is a requirement. It is, strangely, from you. Yeah, and Um, I will say what's weird is because everything is toilet seats, they don't make couch toilet seats, right? Which I think is you know a blind spot in the toilet industry. There's a market there for it for sure. So, but so everything you have, there's no couches. They're just all individual seats. Yeah, Yeah, right. It looks like what I would think a church would look like. If it were made up solely of toilet seats, yeah, and uh-huh. do and do I let people have church there? I do, I do. I let them have church there uh, every Sunday. Just mm-hmm. there's congregation of people. What denomination meets there? Mormon. You know, it's a mm. it's a Jamaican Mormon. <laughs> Mormon. It's a <laughs> it's a Jamaican. <laughs> what? what is a Mormon? 
It's a Jamaican. Y'all, I'm sure y'all haven't heard of it. It's a pretty small. It's a pretty small denomination. It's a Jamaican church, and mm-hmm. there's man, okay. yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. man or man in Jamaica, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then God is more than man, so he's yeah, exactly. Mormon, you got it. You got right? it. Okay, okay. People okay. would be okay. if if pe- if those Mormons would be around you right now, they would be amening and hallelujahing to what you're saying because you you figured it out almost immediately what they're okay. going for. Wow. Are there fundamentalist Mormons? So <laughs> yeah, they uh, believe in. Well, you touched on you t- kind of touched on the Mormon uh, fundamentalist belief where you always have to take down your pants if you're sitting on a toilet seat. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't me that came up with that. That's that's solely from the church that. And I just that's kind of not adopted. really fundamentalist as much as it is just fun. Yeah, they put the fun in the fundamentalist yeah. for sure. It's a, it's an enjoyable experience. It completely. do be fun for these fundamentalists. <laughs> <laughs> You got it. That connected somehow. <laughs> Leave it. That's good. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep it. Want a break from the ads? No! All right. Listen, we have been doing so well. At this point, we have not put out any podcasts. We've only recorded them. But guess what we have, boys? We have advertisements. Somehow. Yeah. Sponsors. And we have sponsors, and it's coincidentally from businesses that we have come up with, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to run a couple ads for everybody. We've got to make some money somehow. We have to make money. Paying the bills, keeping the lights on. And maybe those businesses also will make money. Mm-hmm. So, and after we get done with these ads, y'all got to look into them, buy some products, keep us in business. Yeah. So yeah. Help us keep a roof above our head, you know? I'll go ahead if y'all want to. Yeah, you, you can go ahead and read your ad copy if you want. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Let me get the piece of paper that they totally sent us. Today's episode is sponsored by Latin You Down Easy. Are you a school student or a Catholic priest? Hopefully not one looking for the other. Well, if you're looking for Latin supplies, come on down to Latin You Down Easy, where you can get Latin supplies half off. That's books. That's writing material. That's utensils. Do you need scrolls to write your Latin on? Well, come on down to Latin You Down Easy, and you can get it real cheap. Because Latin's a dying language, and so is your grandfather. Hold him tight. That brings us to our next ad. Big Mike's urns in things. Is your grandfather dying? Did your grandmother just kick the bucket? Are you planning on cremating them in your backyard and need an urn? Well, guess what? There's a place for you. Big Mike's urns in things. Also, do you need a pet? When you get your urn, well, come on down to Big Mike's. They have a wide variety of urns and snakes. Come on down to Big Mike's. Get your urn and your snakes. And speaking of snakes, this program is also sponsored in part by No Cap Kneecaps. Have you ever wondered what one of our politicians' kneecaps look like? They are snakes in the grass. But this mystery is going to be solved for you. Bill Clinton, what do those kneecaps look like? Well, there's a saxophone on one and an intern on the other. I personally like to sit here in front of William Taft. I've got a framed picture of him in my living room. People all gasp in front of it. He's got a mustache on one. He's got a bathtub on another. William Taft. Not one of our most popular presidents, but he's at least in the top 60. So go on down to No Cap Kneecaps and pick up your favorite political leader's kneecaps. <laughs> nope. Pick up a picture of your... Po- <laughs> <laughs> pick up <the> <laughs> 
So head on down to No Cap Kneecaps and pick up a picture of your favorite political leader's kneecaps. Please note that this is for only American leaders. No international leaders are sponsored. This episode's also brought to you by You've Been Nailed, the toenail business that brings you toenails. Is your house carpet completely clean? Do you walk across it without saying, Ow, I just stepped on a toenail? Well, call You've Just Been Nailed. They will bring to you fresh toenails to litter around your carpet so you will feel at home once again. Call 1-800-1111-TOENAIL. If that phone number <laughs> doesn't make sense, it's because this is a fake business. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> this episode's also sponsored by Happenstance. Are you homeless and looking for love? Are you looking for love and not homeless? Well, we have an app for you, and that's Happenstance. Soon to be, you may be homeless. Soon to be, you may have a home. Either way, happenstance will still be there for you. And it will all happen by happenstance. You ever seen a guy fall out of a bush? You ever hung around a gymnasium? Well, happenstance is the place to eat for you. Snap a picture of that homeless man that fell out of that bush. Post him on happenstance and you swipe right. If it's a match made in heaven or a match made in your home that he may want to move into, then happenstance is for you. And using happenstance's catchphrase, you just happen to be stancing there. (laughs) You'll find love. Today's episode is also sponsored by Sports Clips. Are you weighed down by what's on your body? Are you needing a good trim? Well, come on down to Sports Clips. Well, we'll sell you the latest and greatest of all the clippings in the land. Also sponsored by Sports Nips. If your if your nipples get chafed, come on down to Sports Nips. We'll give you some coverings. Also sponsored by Sports Crips. Do you need a gangster? <laughs> also sponsored by Sports Sips. Do you need an energy drink to get you through your workout? Come down to Sports Sips. Also sponsored by Sports Lips. Do you have great lips? Come on down to Sports Lips. Also sponsored by Sports Flips. Do you want to learn how to do a backflip? Come on down to Sports Flips. Also sponsored by uh, Sports Dips. Are you great at dips in the gym? Got great triceps? Come on down. Also sponsored by Sports Dips. Do you need some dip to dip your (laughs) chips into? Come on down to Sports Dips. Did you go down to Sports Dips and get some dips, but you realized you had no chips to dip in your Sports Dips? Well, come on down to Sports Chips, where you can get some Sports Chips to dip in your Sports Dip. Also sponsored by Sports Chips. Do you want to go fast on water? Come on down to Sports Chips. Also sponsored by Sports Hips. Uh, <laughs> are you old and need a hip replacement? Come on down to Sports Hips. Also sponsored by Sports Tips. Do you not know how to do a game? Come on down to Sports Tips. We'll help you out. Also sponsored by Sports Tips. Do you need them frosted? Come on down to Sports Tips. <laughs> Or sports clips. We do it at both places. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's <laughs> let's uh let's For the read sake it. of humanity we have to stop. <laughs> uh, it'd be better if we stopped. Let's do some Craigslist ads. Craigslist has got what you need, but sometimes Craigslist needs what you got. This post on Craigslist I found reads like this. Looking for friends. I'm a male, six foot six, thirty-five. From Terrytown, New York. That's the that's the headline. It goes on to say, 
It's been a lonely couple of years, really, really looking to have new friends to hang out with and just generally be around. I love that phrase, just generally be around, like he's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just, he's not going to hang out with you, but he's going to be in the same room as you. Just, like just stalk in the corner. Yeah. He wants to be a roommate. That's what he wants to be. That's, that's all he wants. He's just going to be in a corner somewhere, just heavy breathing, looking at you. He goes on to say, I can smell a scam from a mile away. I'm looking for genuine people who are actually also lonely and looking for friends. Feel free to message me anytime. I'm always available. How much you want to bet he can't smell a scam from a mile away? His nostrils are not working real well. Yeah, he's bragging about a skill he does not have. I go on to say, Yo, 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 what up, man? I need a friend. I've been lonely for so long. For how long? So long. I put a lot of O's. I held the O key for multiple seconds. 18 O's. In yeah, the there's... A, I wanted to really give him a feel of how long I've been lonely. Also, let me just say, I don't know if Terrytown, New York is a place, but I think he's trying to scam you. Terrytown sounds very made up. <laughs> that sounds like a kid's show town. Yeah. yeah. Like, like Something out of a country song. Yeah. Like, it sounds like there'd be talking animals there, you know? Yeah. He goes on to say, Hello, glad to hear from you. Tell me about yourself. Boy, howdy, I'm about to. I said, well, I'm looking for some friends to do magic with and toss rocks off the highway overpass. (laughs) You're 66 years old and only 3 foot 5? That's pretty short. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, though. I guess I'll get you a box to stand on when we talk rocks at cars on the highway overpass. This is in reference to the fact that he said he's six foot six, 35 years old. So he thinks you think he's an ancient dwarf. (laughs) I think he's a geriatric small person. He goes on to say, no, I'm six foot six and I'm 35. And I do not have a lot of experience with magic, but I can make your loneliness disappear. Oh, wow. Kissy That's face. Kissy face. Okay, so I don't think he just generally wants to be friends. No. He's he has I some. I think ulti- he has expectations. Ulterior motives here. I respond. So what's it like to be sixty-six <laughs> years old and so short? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a problem seeing over the dash when you drive? <laughs> I can whip you up a homemade booster seat if you want, little guy. (laughs) You can make my loneliness disappear. That's pretty lame. I would not want to come see your magic show. (laughs) So are you wanting... What would make you come see his magic show to make you more lonely? Well, I would want to go to see a magic show where they pull a a rabbit out of a hat. You know, classic Mm -hmm. magic show stuff. I can't imagine... That you go to a magic show and he's just like, I can make your loneliness disappear. That just sounds like a magician that's in the same room as you. (laughs) 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 Which doesn't sound like a very cool magic show. Yes, my magic trick is being a person. (laughs) (laughs) My magic trick is I just exist in the same place as you. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I continue to say, want to go throw rocks at cars? (laughs) Honestly, though, a great proposition. Yeah, I mean... How can you pass that up? I invited him. He said he wants a friend to cure his loneliness. I feel like that's a a good enough invite. You're providing a friend 
you're providing an activity. I mean, what more can he ask for? I'm assuming you're providing the rocks as well. Um, Yeah, I'm sure we'll find some on the way. (laughs) I just don't have a ton on me. I'm not a rich man. (laughs) (laughs) He goes on to say, I'm six foot six. He spells out foot this time. He's really trying to get across that point. I am tall. (laughs) And please do not call me little guy. I do not have a magic show. I do things that adults do, if you know what I mean. Winky face. What do we think he's trying to get across here? I think he's trying to let you know he's doing a little... He's trying to do a little bit more than just... He's trying to get a little bit closer than just generally around you. He's trying <laughs> to pull a rabbit out of your hat. <laughs> <laughs> or put a rabbit into it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm kind of not buying that he's six six Because he said, please don't call me a little guy. Like, yeah. that's something that he might have he might get offended by because it hurts him, cuts a little deep. Yeah. It's, it's a little too close to home. He's a little defensive over his height right now. If he's actually six foot six, why is he trying to prove it to me? Yeah. yeah. You just back off, man. Seems like he has a short guy complex. He has a Napoleon complex. I go on to say, oh, you have six feet? That's pretty weird, little man. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should use some magic to get rid of some of those feet. You do adult things? Can you do my taxes? I haven't paid them in a good five years. (laughs) Yikes. He goes on to say, Darn it. No, my height is six foot, six inches tall, and no, I won't do your taxes unless you do something for me. Winky face. This guy is thirsty. He is thirsty, and he is not letting me... He's very hard to do... like a, a message chain with because he keeps going back to the one thing and like during this I'm like say something else I can work with well you keep making him at least a certain level of mad but not mad enough for yeah. him to for him to call it quits he's still he's still trying because he's making it very hard to work with and like use things to continue the conversation I respond to him simply do you wear capes mm. yeah Valid. Yeah. Good question. He responds, what? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I respond, I'm sorry. That must have gone over your head since you're so short. <laughs> Do you wear capes? <laughs> I'm not short, slut. And no, I don't wear capes. It's getting real defensive. <laughs> he is upset. I noticed this is like the first message where he's not, you know, proposed you, basically. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I haven't given him much. If you can come up with a pickup line with capes, you deserve whoever you're trying to get. I'm not giving him a lot of material to work with, as he's not giving me a lot of material to work with. I respond, can you? <laughs> he responds, can I what? <laughs> you're not really tracking here with me. I said, OMG, all caps. Can you wear a cape? I need someone to enter a room with me with the ferocity and an aggression that only a cape can bring. I have a smoke machine and shoot fog into the room where we are going to add epic effect. As you can imagine, it's a real head turner, but it does take 15 minutes. Minutes. <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> Borat. <laughs> My <Bye>. wife. <laughs> Excuse me. (laughs) Let me say that word right, I guess. It's a real head turner, but it does take about 15 minutes per room you're trying to get into. 
you will also need to go ahead and practice. Minutes. Yeah, well, you have to set up the smoke. <laughs> Every room you're about to go into, you have to find a plug. You have to get the angle right on the smoke machines. You know, it takes a minute. That's fair. You also need to go ahead and practice a dance I have handcrafted for the entrances. I don't have a speaker, so I'll be doing the music we are dancing to with my mouth. So basically, I'm going to beatbox for him. <laughs> he responds, Nah, I ain't doing that. I'm just trying to get someone in my bed. I ain't trying to do crazy stuff like that. What happened to just Ben generally be around? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, he... um He, he really came out and said, Actually... Just trying to bone someone. Well, yeah, that, uh, it was obvious from the first kissy face emoji that he just yeah. didn't want to yeah, generally be friends with somebody. I'm just saying he lied in his post. Yeah. <laughs> Did not like someone on Craigslist. I'm sorry that you have so much trust for just a Craigslist post. That also, you... what is this guy, Edna Mole? Why does he hate capes so much? <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Evan's just such a trusting person. He's just like, I trust everything that's ever posted on Craigslist. <laughs> These people are probably being honest. I respond to him saying, nah, I ain't doing that. I'm just here to get someone in my bed. I'm, tr- I'm not trying to do some crazy stuff like that. I say, we can bring your bed. I didn't know you were bedridden. <laughs> <laughs> we can do the plan, but I will just push you in your bed through the door. I hope the bed is small. Otherwise, I will just keep slamming the bed into the door frame until something different happens. I'm very determined. Or maybe we can just tie a rope to my waist and tie the other end to your ankles, then just drag you through the fog-glazed door like an Alaskan husky dragging a limp, short, little dog sled. (laughs) Still attacking him about his height. He goes on to say, what the F are you talking about? I can walk. I don't need no bed unless we're having sex. Oh. (laughs) And you got me wrong if you think you're about to drag me with a rope. Don't call me short again. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, this guy's uh, upset. I go on to say, listen, don't get short with me, Mr. Frodo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad we don't have to bring your bed that was going to get complicated what do i have to do to get you to do this plan with me right so i'm trying to compromise i'm sure we all know the answer here too right no i yeah wait till the next message come over to my house and bring some drink we will see where the night goes then maybe i will do what you want (laughs) i go on to say do i need a gun He goes on to say, what? (laughs) I go on to say, a boomstick, a pew-pew, a Columbine special, you know, you know, a gun. (laughs) He says, why the heck do you need a gun? (laughs) I said to go hunting. (laughs) He goes on to say... We ain't going hunting, slut. Why the heck do you think we're going hunting? (laughs) That's a valid question. (laughs) I'm confused about it as well. I said, well, you said that we'll see where the night takes us. It might take us hunting. Shoot, I don't have camo. Do you have a few rolls of scotch tape and some leaves? I'll do a DIY camo and tape some leaves to myself. 
But I put the L in front of the E in that word, so it slef. says slef. <laughs> oh, shoot, I'll do a DIY camo and tape some leaves to my slef. <laughs> slef sounds like some Icelandic word. Like he's like slef is Icelandic for grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come tape some leaves to my slef. <laughs> No, this is a typo. Good lord. <laughs> he goes on to say, The night ain't about to take us hunting. <laughs> We're drinking and staying in my bed. Don't tape leaves to your darn self. <laughs> I don't want that stuff in my bed. <laughs> this guy, like, he is really just only after one thing. He <laughs> <laughs> he brings it back no matter what I say. Like, you, you want- are arguably being incredibly annoying to him, but he really, to a certain extent, doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, and he if just you, if wants you, don't you there. Forget, he did say he could sniff a scam a mile away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so either, either he has a bad sniffer, or I'm not a scam. <laughs> <laughs> like, as we pose the question to you, is this, is this a scam? Maybe not. <laughs> if he takes me up on it, I'll do it with him. <laughs> go hunting. Yeah, I'll go hunting. <laughs> I need to specify. I'll go hunting. <laughs> I go on to say, eh. I don't know. I exclusively sleep on leaves. I walk around my bed like a dog does before laying down. Do I also bark? Yeah. And and I'm bringing a gun. You can never have too much protection. He goes on to say, you kinky, huh? (laughs) And don't bring a gun, slut. (laughs) He tries to act sensual for half the message, and then the other half, he's like talking to his little brother. <laughs> how does, wait, what is kinky about that last <laughs> message? I think he's just looking for things. He is just trying to get it back. Ooh, you're outdoors, a little dirty. <laughs> you little dirty slut. Like, <laughs> you're barking like a dog. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Bow wow, oh, yeah. girl. I don't know. <laughs> I said, go on to say, oh, I go on to say, fine, I'll bring my authentic Japanese katana. You should also know I am easily startled and will start swinging it with my eyes closed with complete abandon. <laughs> I have chopped off many a nose because of it. He goes on to say, you sound dangerous. You not worth it. <laughs> I mean, probably right. You not worth it. Yeah, you not worth it. But, this he, but he obviously thought you were worth it for some time because <laughs> yeah. he's been messaging you back and forth for a while now. He was fine with guns, but he's like, draws a line at a Japanese katana? Yeah, like, I don't know. I just crossed the line Is there. Is he the government? Yeah. Is it racist? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was the Japanese part. <laughs> He's still really hung up on Pearl Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you sound dangerous, you not worth it. I go on to say, those are the exact two things my dad used to say, too. <laughs> Until I chopped off his tongue with my authentic Japanese <laughs> katana... Now all he says is ah, wow. <laughs> I didn't know how to spell that, so I think you did you did good. Yeah. He goes on to say nothing. That was it. Oh. Shoot. Zach, I just want you to know that this man does not specify your your worth. Yeah. Just know you find your net worth in yourself, okay? <laughs> I'm my net worth in myself. Your love of feudal Japanese weapons. <laughs> 
don't let this guy. Yeah, don't let him stop. You. Don't let him stop you. Thanks, guys. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I have y'all support. <laughs> Just the emotional support of my my freaks you, here. <laughs> you can bring a Japanese katana to my house anytime. Thank you for being my general friend. <laughs> I will let you be around me generally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like, ah, oh, he's my friend. I breathe the same air he does. Like, <laughs> this is much. Just don't tape leaves to yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's where I draw the line. Or bring a gun. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. That's it. Go on with your lives. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a school student? Hopefully not one looking for the Expect the detour.